Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Welcome to this edition of the Insane Things Podcast, where we recap the most insane things of the week that was. Let's dive right in. Number six, the number 700,000 to a million migrants. That's how many are waiting in Mexico to rush the border simultaneously in one record breaking massive horde when Title 42 ends on May 11th. There'll be nothing in previous modern human history that rivals it. No other time you've seen this number of people migrate somewhere. Yeah, there have been bigger migrations that have happened over months and years, like the Great Migration in the United States, where six million African-Americans returned to the South, but never at once. The visual on it is likely to be absolutely stunning. But what makes it particularly pernicious is the warnings Breitbart is reporting that are being given by Homeland Security officials to border towns in meetings. During a Yuma County Board of Supervisors meeting this week, Supervisor Jonathan Lines revealed that the Department of Homeland Security had warned them that as many as 700 to a million migrants are waiting in Mexico to rush the border when Title 42 ends. Such a mass migration event, even more outrageous, as Yuma County Sheriff Leon Wilmot notes, his deputies would be happy to help, but the Department of Homeland Security isn't having it. They've informed them that local law enforcement is not to repel these invaders, even though, as Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs warns, the cartels are absolutely planning to use this to sneak over terrorists, key cartel members, and the humans and drugs they're trafficking. They'll be able to get through almost completely unmolested by law enforcement, given the numbers, and that the cartels are planning to take advantage of that in a year where we've already caught 98 terrorists on the FBI or international terror watch list. Those are just the ones we've caught. So the cartels are going to push these people through who normally might be at risk of getting caught and actually locked up. The cartels have planned to overwhelm the system. And so what's going to happen there, Steve, is what they're anticipating. They do not have enough resources. They're going to just take pictures. They're not even going to do full-on processing they're going to take pictures if we're lucky fingerprints probably not even that and then they're going to release them right in to the local communities along the border 
that's what's going to happen. It will be unlike anything we've ever seen. Biggs described how this is an unprecedented opportunity for the cartels to get across their henchmen, their human traffickers, their terrorists, people they normally couldn't get across, and of course, tons of drugs. The cartels are experts. They know that the U.S. will logistically facilitate this, specifically under the Biden administration. So they've ginned up and they're going to overwhelm the system. Who knows how many bad guys are going to come in, how much drugs are going to come in, how much problem people, you know, you're going to have, you're going to have terrorists, you're going to have gangbangers, you're going to have human and sex trafficking because we will simply be overwhelmed. And um, the numbers, I, I guess the official number was 688,000, uh, but that was from a month ago or so, and they anticipate now between 700,000 and a million. And that doesn't even count the ones that are coming up now, according to Breitbart, where they're seeing in places like the Darien Gap that people come through, 500% increase over what they've ever seen. So, folks, we're about to get absolutely mobbed. They've already let in over 5 million people in just the first two years, the Biden administration. And the estimate now is about 400,000 a month at this rate. So that would be about 5 million a year. Another at least 10 million illegals flooding over our border in the next two years of the Biden administration. Insane thing, number five. Lead attorney for the fake Mueller investigation into fake Russian collusion, Andrew Wiseman, just dropped this bombshell. The Department of Injustice and Special Counsel Jack Smith are going to indict President Trump on sedition charges. Yep, for the planning of January 6th. Wait a minute. Don't you actually have to plan a thing like that? Have a conspiracy? Well, you used to, but that was before the D.C. court system turned into a kangaroo court. And why is it a kangaroo court? Because the left has been weaponized. They're more loyal now to their party than to the country. And in D.C., the jury pool is unique. 93% voted for Joe Biden. So anyone you put in front of them, a jury like that, who is a Republican, will automatically be convicted. It does not matter what the facts are. And that's what we saw in the shocking conviction of the Proud Boys, who were convicted, as even the New York Times admits, of a conspiracy of of sedition, even though they had no plan to storm the Capitol, no plan to stop the certification, and and one of the defendants was in prison in a different city at the same time. They were convicted for an unspoken conspiracy using statements made by people who didn't even know the defendants. Does that fit the law? (laughs) Not even close. Do they prove their case? Nope. Does it matter anymore? No. If they're a Republican or associated with Trump in any way, You can put anybody on trial now in D.C. and they'll be found guilty. And that is what Andrew Weissman is celebrating in that tweet. What the left just learned is that you don't have to meet any of the definitions of a crime in order to convict in the D.C. court. That's why Andrew Weissman wrote, makes charging the leader of the seditious conspiracy, one Donald J. Trump, imperative. 
What does this mean? If Trump's the nominee, we're going to have an election unlike any that we've seen in America or really even in the Western world. Hunter Biden's attorney was bragging two weeks ago that Donald Trump will be arrested at least three more times. This would get you the third arrest. What all these people are celebrating is the fact that you used to actually have to prove somebody planned a seditious conspiracy. You used to actually have to show them, you know, buying the supplies, meeting up, you know, doing the tactical work, planning to meet. Now you can just use their words, their rhetoric. Hey, we're excited about going to the Capitol on January 6th. You don't have to prove the conspiracy. You don't have to really prove anything because you've got a liberal jury. And what that means is they can get Trump. And what that means is that in January of 2024, the Alvin Bragg trial in New York is already scheduled. So literally from the time that Donald Trump starts campaigning, he'll be in court being tried. And the liberal judges across those four cases, another one of them is in Georgia, that he's facing will have total control over whether he can campaign, what, if anything, he says, whether he's gagged, whether he's allowed to leave the state, what states he can go to. Um, And ultimately, folks, I fully expect, given the liberal makeup of all these juries, for Donald Trump to be convicted and sentenced well before Election Day. In other words, if he's the nominee, he, we may have the Democrat going down the final stretch and Trump literally in prison serving his term. It'll be absolute chaos. At a minimum, you're going to see Trump tried for most of the duration of his campaign and unable to dictate his campaign or his movements. It's going to be, I honestly, it's third world. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. World, We haven't even seen anything like this in the West, but it's coming. Insane thing number three. The Anheuser-Busch CEO finally disavowed Dylan Mulvaney's Bud Light partnership, begging and pleading with the beer buying public to come back. Would that take the sales to crash 26%? Over this week last year, 21% didn't do it. He has yet to apologize. Maybe that'll come at 33%. I don't know. But the UK Daily Mail nailed it with this headline. Anheuser-Busch CEO, finally, they put in all caps, disavows Dylan Mulvaney Bud Light partnership and says it was not a campaign after firm sent letter to retailers blaming an outside ad agency for approving it without management awareness as sales crashed 26%. Okay. Just to give you an idea of the level of the pushback here, Wall Street Journal reporting that Bud Light is paying its sales representatives and independent distributors $500 each. Why? Because, according to the Wall Street Journal, these distributors have been, quote, confronted by angry people on the streets, in bars, and in stores. Another bad look, a fan at Fenway Park. Folks, Boston Red Sox, this is a blue area, not a red area. 
um, filmed the very long beer lines at the other kiosks for the other brand of beer, except there were not. Nobody was standing at the Bud Light. Uh, but the lines were long for the other beers. This is devastating. But I want to hit on something. Why did this happen? I mean, there's been so much other woke and so many other products that we've never successfully boycotted them before. What's made the difference with the Dylan Mulvaney situation? Simple. One word. Twitter. I've used Twitter since 2011. I'm a huge fan of it. And I know what the censorship on it looks like. So I know how unusual it is to watch anything related to Bud Light trend. In fact, the Bud Mulvaney situation's been trending almost around the clock since it began on Twitter, not on the other social media outlets. Why? Because there aren't filters. There's no FBI control. There's no government control. There's just an actual debate going on on Twitter. And what does this mean? For the first time, we've been able to elevate an issue and keep it front and center. That is why Bud Bud Light is hemorrhaging billions of dollars. That's why the CEO is practically on his knees. If Twitter was still owned by Jack Dorsey, none of this would be happening. It'd be like every other brand that's betrayed us, where we never could get the traction. We never could get it uh, to a true national and international level of discussion. And we could do it again, folks. Twitter's an unbefreaking-leavable, powerful tool. I've been saying this for a long time. As so many of you ask me, yeah, you give us all the problems here, but what are the solutions? It's simple. All we need is free speech. If we would fight for that one thing, if we could just get parity, no censorship on the big social media outlets and in the big search engines, everything else would take care of itself just the way the Bud Light fiasco has gone down. This is why this is the first one we've got in traction. And it is a beautiful thing to see. It's also why we were able to do something I would have thought was impossible a year ago. We defeated a pro-pedophile rights bill in Minnesota. And that is a Democrat-controlled legislature. And yet it went down in flames. Why? Unfettered, unrestricted, uncensored shame. Hurled again and again and again on Twitter as Minnesota trended again and again and again. And nobody stopped it. The tool is unbelievably powerful. If we could get the GOP just to fight the censorship, nothing else even, just the censorship, we will win every time. That's the most important battle we have in front of us. And you're seeing that this week. They're going to have to come for Twitter. They saw the Dylan Mulvaney mess too. They know what caused it free speech. They know that the normals who represent 70 to 80% of society will absolutely clobber them in the battlefield of ideas. That's why they have to control it. And that's why they lost. That's why Bud Light lost. And it's a thing of joy to behold. Insane thing number two. To understand how insane insane thing number two is, you've got to go back to last year when we got a hold of CIA director John Brennan's handwritten notes from an insane, I mean, I don't know how else to say it, meeting with Barack Obama and Joe Biden. It was in the summer of 2016. And the CIA director, Brennan, had gone to the White House to brief Biden and Obama that there was no Russia collusion, no Russia disinformation, and no Russian election interference campaign. 
that all of that junk was a lie made up by Hillary Clinton's campaign. She was running against Donald Trump for president at the time. The reason that Brennan briefed them was because the Russians had found out about it and they were pissed. They were essentially being accused of a coup, an attempted coup on the electoral system of the United States. And they knew they didn't do it. They were alarmed as they should be. And so he was covering his rear end. He actually wrote this down. So what does this mean? That means that Barack Obama, Joe Biden, and the CIA have always known Russia collusion was fake. The CIA would then turn around, John Brennan himself, and brief the FBI on this in September of 2016, meaning the FBI has always known Russia collusion was fake before Trump ever took office. So to learn this week, it's particularly calling to learn this week, that Joe Biden still felt he could call up his friend, CIA director Mike Morell, he actually had Tony Blinken do it, and say, hey, dude, would you lie for us? There's over 400 crimes documented on Hunter's laptop. We need you CIA intelligence types to lie for us. So Morell turns around and goes to Brennan, the guy who initially told Biden there was no Russian disinformation. Morell goes to Brennan to ask Brennan, hey, will you lie for us? Will you use your CIA title to help us cover this mess up? Um, And you know what Brennan wrote? And this encapsulates the absolute criminality, the rot inside our intelligence agencies. Morell wrote, Morell himself again, a former CIA director. Morell wrote to Brennan, can I add your name to this list? Trying to give the campaign, that means the Biden campaign, particularly during the debate on Thursday, a talking point to push back on Trump on this issue. (laughs) Yeah, Brennan, again, the guy who told Joe Russia collusion, Russian disinformation was fake, wrote back, add my name to the list. Good initiative. In other words, good, you lying hack. We'll take Trump out with a Russia collusion lie. So everyone involved here knew Russia collusion was a lie. Knew Russia collusion was fake. But the lie, the letter by the 51, including the two former CIA directors, was ultimately used to censor millions of posts by the FBI, including the New York Post, which lost its Twitter feed. These guys, these intelligence community liars and hacks sat by, let it all happen, knowing it was fake. Biden also knew it was fake. But he didn't care, because when Trump challenged him on the Hunter laptop, he was able to say this at the debate. There are 50 former national intelligence folks who said that what this he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. They have said that this is, has all the care. Four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Exactly how many crimes did the two former directors of the CIA help the Bidens cover up? That's what it seems the main objective now is of the FBI and the CIA to cover up the crimes of the Democrat Party. Anyway, how many crimes were documented on that laptop? Well, we know, according to MarcoPoloUSA.org, a group of lawyers who went through the entire laptop and documented 429 local, state, and federal laws broken by Hunter Biden, and how many years you can get in prison for those. So that's what they were covering it up. 
for. They cover up the crime. That's what they do. These are the people supposed to be holding people accountable for their crimes, which shows you how all very twisted it's gotten. Anyway, insane thing number one, the most shocking and quite frankly terrifying stat I've seen in a long time was this. It was from a Fox News report for Monday. It's the percentage of voters who will be either Gen Z or millennials. In other words, as Rush used to say, skulls full of mush in the 2024 election. So the percentage of voters who will be Gen Z or millennials by 2024, 48.5%. That's right, 48.5%. Yeah, uh, I yelled at the TV. I can't tell you what, because you'd be offended. But it's probably what you just yelled at this podcast right now. Be back again next Friday with Insane Things. Thanks for listening. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 